Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. For Valentine's Day this year, my wife just said surprise me. <laughs> surprise me? What are you going to do? Shoot a dog and pump her sister? Hello, it's the Glasgow Daft Podcast this week. So were you one for a Valentine's Day poem? Roses are red, violets are blue. I've got a stoner. Ben do the new. See, when I met Hannah, my wife, it, w- it was love at first sight. Uh, maybe for you, I would imagine she needed a second look. She thinks you're a dick, but she'll take one look at him and then go, you know what, he's not that bad after all. And that's still to come, but first we're talking everything Valentine's Day. And finding love. So, do you think it's a special day or just a rip-off? It's a rip-off. Thank you. That was a quick episode. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a total rip-off, right? It's completely. It's not just the commercial aspect of it, or that as the worst part of it. For instance, you look at how big business takes Elena people, right? For instance, if you heard this, to buy an engagement ring should be... People go, how much should you pay for an engagement ring? And they say, a month's salary, right? A month's wages. Now, that was something that was invented by the jewellery industry to make people, well, people generally, just to spend money to give an idea what they should spend. And it's a great idea because a month's pay if you're a brickie is, well, these days, five grand, right? Mm-hmm. Or a month's pay if you work in a warehouse, 1,500 quid or 2,000 quid. Or a month's pay if you're Rod Stewart, a million pound, I don't know, right? But it was a great way of just getting people to go, that's what you got to spend on it. And it, when you go in and buy a ring... They'll say to you, well, they say a month's a month to two months salary. How much do you really love her? Three months. And it's just to fuck you out your money. 
Yeah. It's a total rip-off. I mean, back in the day, I don't know what people do on Valentine's Day <laughs> these days, but there was this thing back in the 1980s where Valentine's Day cards got bigger and bigger and bigger to get the point where they were the size of a fucking door, right? It's ridiculous. How much do I love you? This much. There's a card the size of a door. And it saw this big displays of, oh, I love you, and a lot of, oh, what a total, I'm cynical about it. It's a total rip-off, and everybody knows that. And restaurants get in in the act. Valentine's night dinner. It's great when you go in and see a Valentine's night in a restaurant. Nobody's talking. They're all just sitting there all staring at each other going, has she got a better looking bird than me? Is she thinner than me? Is everybody's comparing themselves to everybody else going, oh, they look really in love. Oh, look what they're wearing. It's a pure joke, man. Suit yourself. Do your own thing. If you love somebody, fair enough. Show them you love them. But know the world to them. They're the focus. If you're in love, they're the focus in your life. Know everybody else to show them this is, this is how much I love this person. And buy them a Maserati, and then six weeks later, you're down the road, pumped, finished. Anyway, that's my thoughts on it. Because I always think it's it's weird when you go into a restaurant and you see them eating, but they're just <laughs> caught, they're on their phones. People are glued to their phones now, uh, but that's just general. It's not just at restaurants, anywhere in it. Mm. I mean, a phone is like an extension of you now, and that's fair enough. You get that. And it's a distraction. And it's a good distraction, I suppose, because if you're in company and they're all boring, you just take your phone out and don't say nothing. Whereas in the old days, you would feel compelled to say something or just talk or whatever. If you're feeling a wee bit insecure, you would give it away like a fool. Now a phone's a good thing because you just sit on your phone and say nothing and do nothing. That's an interesting one. A month's salary though for an engagement. Man. You never heard that? No, I should have got. I should have asked my wife to get engaged in January because I, I always earn nothing in January as a comic. You don't ask her in December. Comedians no. make well, hundreds of money in December. Is you? Oh no, a twenty grand ring. So, uh, as I'm just making this up. HMRC, right? So. Aye, but but you even it out. But that's uh, I'm I'm surprised you never heard of that. It, it was an advertising campaign. The, the jewellery business launched and says, how much should you pay for a diamond ring, an engagement ring? And I, I'm sure it was a month's salary. I mean, think about it. One twelfth of your income on a ring. It's mad, isn't it? But it was great because everybody swallowed. Everybody drank the Kool-Aid. Everybody done what they're telling. And people go out and they make this big, ostentatious shows, displays of here's how much I love you, here's a ring, three grand. See, I would pay a month's salary to go to McIntyre's because you get that wee guy that takes you up in the lift. Have you been in there? What's this? So there's a jeweller's in Glasgow and you used to need a card to get in. It was like a membership card you needed, like Costco. But then they scrapped it and that, a wee guy takes you up my lift. <laughs> you see, that's just another cynical ploy, right? That sort of thing, if, if you go, you're, you're boring the arse off or the arseholes in your house by saying, so somebody will say, I bought a ring for three grand for fucking Agnes or something, right? Mm -hmm. 
And then somebody else would go, that's nothing. I went to McIntyre's. An odd job took me up in the lift, right? So I imagine he's wearing a morning suit. And he's going, oh, good, good morning, sir. And fucking bollocks. And it's purely a status symbol. It's cynical as fuck. The idea that we went to McIntyre's so that... Huh, I'm the king of the castle, and you're a wee ball bag. And then you go up, and in that sense, it's an exclusive club. And just to get you to part with even more money, you've been fucking conned, ripped for arsehole to ear hole, and you didn't even realise it. Well, the other thing you can get ripped for is when you go for a Valentine's meal. You your just... dinner's your dinner. Now, how much do you pay for a dinner? I think it's about... You're probably talking about £35 a head for a set menu. Well, that's no bad. That's not a lot of money, is it? It depends how good the, mm -hmm. the dinner is, though. Yeah. So £35 a head for two courses, three courses? That's really good. Is that good? I don't know. Well, you get a meal deal for... Oh, yeah, right. We're the best well in the world. You're a bit tight. I mean, you'll only be, you'll be buying a meal for two quid. See, Aldi's have got a good deal, but the co-op... They've got Prosecco and pizza for a tenner. Tenner. That's good for Prosecco, pizza and a pump. That's exceptional value. Except you won't be getting a pump. What happens on Valentine's Day? Because it's Valentine's Day, you go, Mon, I'll take you. What's your name again? <laughs> Mon, I'll take you for a Valentine's Day meal. I mean, for instance, I was with a good friend and we were in Thailand uh, a few years ago. I don't know where this is going. And we were at a big dinner, and he won in a raffle at this St Andrews Society dinner. Dinner for two on the Bangkok love boat, right? There's a, there's a, there's a river boat because on a big cruiser, a beautiful boat, right? The, every night it goes on the Bangkok river, and 300 couples come on this the Bangkok love boat, right? And they have a five-course dinner on the Bangkok Love Boat. Now, we were there together, not as lovers. We were working <laughs> as comedians. And, I, and he says, uh, you have not got anybody to take me on the Bangkok Love Boat to take with me. So I says, well, can I go with you? So he and I, I mean, we're pretty rough-looking, two hard pipe-hitting homosexuals, right? And us and 299 other married couples went on the Bangkok love boat and the, here's the best part it was a brilliant dinner we went sailing along the Bangkok river and everybody there we were the only ones talking wow. me and my big mate my big china <laughs> and we were having, a, having my dinner and it was brilliant and everybody else had gone hmm I wonder if those two how long have you been married <laughs> we're not married do you think it's weird that it's called that? Like, it was probably quite sleazy known for its prostitution and it's called Bangkok. I mean, it's called Bangkok and you get your nasms there. It's one of these strange coincidences. Happens, you know, serendipitous... Maybe that was a commercial thing when they named it. We thought it's going to be... A... Who knows? We'll call it Bangkok. Who knows? Possibly happen. There's people listening to this in Cockermouth, like, oh, what's happening to us? Yeah, maybe Cockermouth <laughs> was named because whatever happens there, who knows? It stays there. Have you been to Cockermouth? Never. No. I've been there. What's it like? Uh, the, the name's got nothing to do with the place. Right, okay. Is it like a small town? 
Yeah, it's a wee town, kind of. Is it on the coast? It's near the coast, down in Cumbria. Right. You you kind of go there to go somewhere else. Because there's a place called Twat as well, isn't there? I do believe there's a place called Twat. Where is that? <laughs> I think that's up north somewhere. Is it? Aye. It maybe says something about the people that live there. <laughs> so were you a bit of romantic then on Valentine's Day or...? Oh aye, uh, back in the day your mother would uh, put on a, a nurse's uniform, you know, and then obviously fuck off up the royal and do a night shift. What would your typical Valentine's Day look like? When I was young, aye. I was a silver-tongued cavalier. I mean, I was... I would... The, the women, the object of my affections... What I would do is I buy a card, nothing ostentatious, but then I would write love poetry in a card. So were you one for a Valentine's Day poem? Roses are red, violets are blue. I've got a stoner, bend her the new. And here's the result. Do you send Valentine's cards now? I don't send them new, but surely they must sell Valentine's cards. Or maybe they do new things online. You text her an aubergine, uh, is that what you call them? Uh, an emoji. An emoji, that's it. An aubergine and two jobbies or something. <laughs> Do you know the big thing in Mad, like Maddie, was uh, the Forever Friends bears? Do you remember them? Nope. So it was a wee bear, like a cuddly toy bear, and they had a love heart, and it was called Forever, knowing my luck it was. How much the, did they cost? It was always Forever Friends with me. But it was, uh, they were about a tenner. But you get everything. You get what do you uh, mean everything? Well, you get cards, branded cards, notepads, pens, forever friend calendars. You get the whole lot for a tenner. No, no, you could buy different aspects of forever friends. That's what everybody got. All, all the lassies, all the lassies got the guys, vice versa. Can you not see how cynical this is? And I bet you, I bet you never even went out with that, that lassie for that long. Mm, I didn't actually. See, see, that's the whole thing. This is another thing. People have got it into their head. That their idea of being in love and in a relationship, it's so oh, beautiful and all. Oh, we'll live on kisses and fresh air and all that, and two can live as cheaply as one, and I'm yours forever. Life's no like that. Love's no like that. You take up with somebody, you get married. It's all right if everything's plain sailing, but life's no plain sailing. You know what I mean? The minute you end up, you need money and you, you maybe can't pay for something and this and that and everything. You see, when when people start a relationship, right? When two people start a relationship, relationships are they're difficult. And the two people in a relationship, they're maybe no sure how it's going to go. One person knows what he wants with it and the other person she knows what she wants with it or whatever. The two parties, they can't even agree what they want. Oh, we'll be together forever. And then, well, 18 months in a relationship, he goes out for the evening and ends up in Malta and doesn't come home for a week. And that, that was unexpected. And so the other party to the relationship goes, where have you been? Ah, oh, sorry, I got steaming and met a couple of guys, right? And we end up going to Malta and get drunk. Right, and this really happened, and I know some of this happened to you. Went to Malta for a week. I don't know how he go there. I mean, maybe he went out drinking with his passport and 
an overnight back. <laughs> right. But if, if you came home with a wife and you'd done that, you can imagine she would go, hmm. And he didn't, didn't even phone. But it was three days before mobile phones. So then you straight away you go, oh, that party goes, wait a minute. He could just take off on a whimsy and go to Malta for a week when he's steaming. What does that mean for me? So the other party to the, the relationship starts analysing it. And then this is what happens. He makes mistakes, she makes mistakes. They don't forgive each other. They say they forgive each other, but they don't. They're wary. They're wary now. And then he says something and she internalises it and goes, oh, and he didn't even mean it. You know, I'm finding this relationship tough. He's going maybe say that, but she'll think that's a massive red flag, right? But he's going, sometimes it's tough. And sometimes the relationship's tough. But what did Disney say at the end there? But I'm here for you and I'm going to tough it out. As he said, oh, he's going to fuck off and leave me. Right. <laughs> and for you know, resentments build up. Resentments build up. He'll come home and his dinner won't be there or something. Or his clothes won't be washed or something like that. Or she'll come home and he's no tidy the house or... He's away playing golf or playing football. And then it's no spoke about. And then I say, what's wrong with you? Fine, fine. Is everything all right? Fine. It's no fine. She's pissed off. We eyes rolling, we microaggressions come in. Resentments build. Until the end of it. I don't care how big a Valentine's card you buy. How good your love sonnets are. How big your wanger is, that's fucked. That relationship's absolutely fucked. And it's only going to go one way. Boo! Is this from your life story? This is from what I've observed about the human condition. Resentments. Human beings are the only animals as far as I'm aware, that have resentments. Do you know what that is? Do you know what a resentment is? Well, you sort of, you, you can't let something go. Exactly. Exactly. I'll give you an example. I was out drinking sometime in the 80s and, I was, and I'd met a mate who I was at school with. And when we were at school in second year at school, so we're in the pub, this is... Ten year later, maybe, maybe fifteen year later, and I was a pretty good artist at school. I was good at painting stuff, right, making posters and all that. And I made a poster that was was for the the Pope's visit. So it would have been eighty one, eighty two. I can't mean. And I was a Scottish flag on it and a papal flag and blah blah blah. And for some reason. The art teacher wanted us to work in teams and he was fucking talentless, right? So I says, well, you just fill in that Scottish flag and he painted the cross blue and completely fucked up the poster. And it pissed me off because I'd put a lot of work in here. So years later, I'm in the boozer with this guy and I says to him, you fucked up my poster in art class in second year. And it always annoyed me. And he, he laughed. 
He says, oh, fuck's sake, let it go. Damien Hurst. Buy a cow into formaldehyde, man. <laughs> fuck's sake, David Hockney, calm down. Right. And, and that's a resentment. And people don't let stuff go. But you need to learn to let stuff go. Because see what happens is, see that stuff? It grows inside you, man, and fucks you up. Mm, I agree. Uh, I agree in terms Just of- tell people to fuck off and forget about it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you not think we, like going back to the commercialization, we, big companies have been challenged now with it. No, it was always Clinton's you had to go to. And now you've got like, Clinton's aye. Bill Clinton. No, no. I mean, he's done well. I mean, that, he's must have the biggest care shop. <laughs> I mean, all this Q and O and say it's a front for all sorts of stuff, pizza parlors and Wayne's getting abducted. But Clinton's that's a good business. Yeah, he's got his wife involved as but well. But there's a load of shit. This is a thing. There's a load of pish sold. That you you'll buy it. You'll buy it at Christmas or, or Valentine's Day, and within a month it's landfill. Cards and tartan gonks and best friend forever bears and fucking Yankee candles and all this all the pish under the sun. It's just stuff. And we're using the resources of the earth to make shite which is inconsequential and means fuck all. We're raping the planet for a load of shite so that some fat bastard can make a profit somewhere and fly out of the world in his private jet, and we're buying this pish. We're spending money we've no go at to buy shite we don't need to impress people we don't even fucking like. It's pointless. Because well, there's a big markup in cards, isn't there? Well, there must be. I don't know. I don't know anything about card margins and markups. But these companies are making millions, millions and millions and millions through creating what, what they... What we see is I need, I need to show I love somebody. I need to show I love somebody. See, if you want to show you love somebody, be there for them. Look them in the eye and listen to what they're saying. And shut the fuck up. Just listen to them. (laughs) Just listen to them and build a connection with people. Then you'll find you don't need to spend a month's wages on a ring to make them feel better or to calm them down or 50 quid doing a best friend's forever fucking dinosaur or something. 
just connect with people. But we're not connected. People are not connected. We're looking at each other very suspiciously, thinking, what's he wanting of me? What's he going to take me for? It's very sad. That's what capitalism's created. We're all, we're all Joneses. And the Joneses are next door. That's what saying. Keeping up with the Joneses. You look next door and you go, he's just built an extension. They've got three motors. How do they get that? And I've not got that. I'm fucking getting that. Before you know it, you're busting your hole to get your bollocks into debt just to keep up with some fucker you don't know. Behave yourself. Live your life for you and be the best version of yourself. And if you want to be the best person of yourself, bring your missus along to the Glasgow Da show at the Glasgow Comedy Festival. <laughs> That's something they can buy. Aye, aye. Come to the Glasgow Da show. Bring your missus. And you know what happened? She'll be sitting there, and she thinks you're a fucking dick, by the way, right? She thinks you're a dick, but she'll take one look at him and me and then listen to what we're saying and go, you know what? He's not that bad after all. <laughs> Compared to us, he's a fucking prince amongst men. <laughs> well, we might well keep relationships together. Well, I think we are, we are m m marriage guidance. That's who we are. We, we, your relationship will blossom when you've heard these pearls of wisdom. And I tell you, your missus is going to look at us and go, Ugh. and then look at you and go, oh, gosh. <laughs> Talking about blossom, roses are, roses are another thing that people buy in Valentine's, don't they, 12 roses? So I don't want roses, roses. I want a box of roses, a tin of roses. I want the chocolates. I want Cadbury's roses. Mmm. They say the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. I don't want flowers. I want a tin of roses. Or even better, miniature heroes. Mmm. Or Quality Street. Oh, man. I prefer Quality Street to roses. Do you know what? If you put one down to me, it, it wouldn't bore. I would batter into whatever one it was. I'm starting to slabber here, man. I'm thinking about chocolate. <laughs> I think a lot of people would prefer Rosie's chocolates to Rosie's. I think absolutely. I think you can't do nothing with flowers. You only get 12 of them as well. I mean, the, the problem with flowers is you've got to buy a fucking vase as well. You go to buy a fucking vase now. You go, I've not got a vase. So you stick them in a welly boot or something in front of the fire about every day. Or you buy a vase and then after three days they're dead and they start to stink the house out. Lilies. You know when somebody buys lilies? The house is honking after three days. Don't buy me lilies. Right? Get any me fuck. Just don't get me flowers. Don't buy me flowers. I'm, I'm not interested. Buy me a tin of chocolate. I mean, they're a fiver. In fact, they sell them for cheaper. There's sometimes you can get them for as cheap as three fifty with your Tesco card. <laughs> Do you not think this whole sort of relationships keeping up with the Joneses and this falseness, this sort of resentment, it all starts with younger generations with apps and meeting people online and just swiping for no, no, because no, it was always this. But I mean, you're, you're, this isn't just a new thing because. Don't blame Gen Xers or Gen Y. I don't know. Don't blame the young people. The young people mm. are, are only responding to what they see. Mm. This is something that's evolved or certainly in the last hundred years or so with capitalism and consumerism. Certainly since the end of the Second World War. 
you've got people in advertising agencies and marketing agencies going, how can we sell people mere shit? How can we get these bams into debt? I know, we'll create need that's non-existent. We'll create need. For instance, these mouthwash, mouthwash, right? The, the advertising industry created halitosis. Halitosis isn't real. They say it basically, but sometimes people get bad breath. Sometimes you maybe don't brush your teeth or you eat something that's a bit dodgy or that stinks. You eat too much garlic or something. So they go, they called it halitosis. They, they made it up. If you get halitosis, then people are going, fuck my breath smell. I'll never get my hole again. I better buy a bottle of Listerine. It's been created. They've created. They're creating need that doesn't exist to get your money. And I'm telling you, they're ripping you off, man. You're up to your eyeballs in debt buying a lot of bollocks you don't need. I tell you, man, there's a lot to be said for just saying bollocks to a lot of it. Fuck it. Do you really, think about it, do you really, really, really need this? So there's got to be guys listening to this on Valentine's Day just saying to their buds like, fuck it, I never got you now. No, 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 right, wait a minute. I'm not telling anybody what they should do on Valentine's Day. I'm telling you what works for me. I'm telling you that's what I've observed, right? But if you've got into a situation where your relationship is such that it's all built on material stuff, I'm telling you there's a good chance that won't last. And it's no built on love, it's built on material things. Right? What you should try and do is recalibrate your life so that you're there for each other and it, your life with each other is meaningful, but no material. Because it's just stuff at the end of the day. A ring, melt it fucking down and sell it. A ring means a connection, doesn't it? So you're buying somebody a ring, you're showing your love for them and vice versa. So you're telling me I need to buy you a free grand ring for you to know that I love you. So you can't convince them any other way. You've got to spend three grand. Bollocks. If that's the case, go and find somebody else. If that's what they need to be in love with you, hmm... Money can't buy me love. All you need is love. The Beatles. I don't care too much for money. Money can't buy me love. And see the irony. See once you start to live your life at that, all the other shit comes into it. You do get folk that, sort of, they're just girls, but they'll be like showing their pals a ring and all that. And here's the best part, right? So they're showing their pals a ring and their pals are doing this. They're going, oh, that's a beautiful ring. I, amazingly, must really love you. And see when you're away, oh, your pals me in back going, fucking cow, I'll be finishing six months. That's what's happening. Like in the movie Bridesmaids, where they, they, they're at the bit where they go to the, the, the boy's house and they've got the big giant cookie and a chocolate fountain and all that. And the Maya Rudolph character, the one that's getting married, says to kiss the mic, why can't you just be like a normal person? Why can't you just pretend you're happy for me on the day and then go and talk behind my back? That was a very, very, very true sentence. I think people these days are obsessed with all these shows that are going on. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's, you're, you've cre you're creating a false life. 
Take naked, naked attraction. You're just you're just looking at that to see boobies. That's all you're doing. You're not giving a fuck. You, you, you look at boobies and fannies and you're just, it's just titillation. It's got nothing. Nobody's, nobody even remembers the people's names or half the time what their face looked like. You're purely staring at their boobies. Bobbies and fannies. That's on. It's a fucking joke. It's like the last days of Rome, man. I'd always think it's funny when me and my wife watch it, and Hannah, and she'll say something like, she'll try and be reassuring. She'll say, "Oh, that that looks as if it would be pain, painful," and you know she's thinking, "Well, I'll give it a try." <laughs> well, you see, you see, comparison is a thief of joy. I think it was Franklin Delano Roosevelt who said that. Comparison is a thief of joy. That's the thing. You you compare. So. Maybe maybe <laughs> you're in a relationship and, and the, 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 your partner will go, well, I'm going to size it up, but yours is fine for me. Straight away you're going, oh, don't, my bobby's no big enough. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, your phone's listening to you anyway. Ah, you get a sponsored link coming up or an email for cock extensions. A bit of that and that'll sort all your problems. That's just the start of your problems. Now, if your happiness depends upon validation from other people you're fucked because you're never going to get it is that why you're a Motherwell season ticket holder <laughs> the reason why I'm a Motherwell season ticket holder I'll tell you why I'm a Motherwell season ticket holder because see when some a team comes to Fir Park I mean, we go uh, somewhere else right it's never a foregone conclusion see when some teams like Real Madrid or Barcelona or Celtic or Rangers play teams in their league Oftentimes, it's fair to say that there's a good chance 99% of the time they'll win. Right? Is that a fair comment? Aye. Yeah. Now, if that's the case, there's no drama there. Or there's very little drama. When you turn up at a Motherwell match, it's not a foregone conclusion whether we'll win, lose or draw. Right? And that's exciting. That's dramatic. And you're looking at a team, 11 guys, which is the same with any team, who are doing whatever they can and we they're equally well matched with the other team to through collective effort to win the game. Now, that's drama. That's amazing. And when we win or we get a battle and draw, oh, man... You've went to the game and you've got to the end of the game and you're like travellers returned, man. You've been on a journey. Oh, you Most of the time you're shouting, for fuck's sake, Motherwell, fucking get a grip. Come on, Kettlewell, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the journey. It's an emotional roller coaster. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get. Absolutely, you don't know. When you follow Murrowell, you don't know what you're going to get. When you follow Celtic Rangers, there's a really good chance most of the time they're going to win. Mm. I prefer drama. <laughs> and you think that, reflect, that reflects relationships then? In terms of but but it's, it's life. Uh, it's life. Life is ups and downs. And everywhere in between. And sometimes life gets hard and sometimes life can be a bit easy. But, but see, if you work hard at doing your best at life, you can make your life a wee bit easier. But see, if you think you can live your life by taking it easy, then the world keeps turning. 
and things change and you'll find it hard to keep up. That's just my observation. God, this has gone deep. Is well, it? that was the idea. <laughs> anyway. Like the last episode about the hair transplant, it's amazing what sticks in your mind because an ex-girlfriend would always say to me, she would always look at me and say, oh, you're thinning a wee bit. And it was like just that cutting. Well, you see, that's abuse. You see, that that, that's abuse. That This microaggressions, that you were in a relationship, an abusive relationship, where she was being controlling, saying you're becoming a, you're, you're going bald, you're going a bit thin and top. And, and, and so if, if you, maybe it wasn't meant, right? Maybe it wasn't deliberate. So you used to say to her, actually, whatever her name is, right? I'm feeling a wee bit insecure about how my hair looks. So I'd be happy, more happy if you maybe supported me rather than pointing out, because I feel, it makes me feel sad when you do that. So you could have said that, or some words to that effect. And if she loved you, you would have found an accommodation. As where was you when your arse is looking a bit fat the day, dear? It's same thing. I would have found accommodation then somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a road, you walloper. See, when I met my wife, to be fair to her, she did have a full package. Well, I don't need a woman to give me the full package. I've got the movies and the football. <laughs> so we're going to listen to a voice note now that was sent in by one of our listeners. So here we go. All right, Glasgow da. It's Craig here from Dubai. What are you doing still living in Motherwell? You could be living it here in the sun with your bleached arsehole. Come on, come on over. Come out to Dubai. Enjoy some sun. Get rid of that Billy Wally tan. So we've been invited out to Dubai. <laughs> we have. To Dubai. <laughs> Uh, cause I, I just kind of know my scene. I mean, they they don't like you swearing in Dubai. I'm afraid if we came out of Dubai, I'd get kicked to death in a jail. Fuck off. So you can now phone Glasgow Dad, just like me, on 07386891812. So let's see who phoned Glasgow Dad this week. Hello, Glasgow Dad. Hi. Oh, by the way, I'm loving the new uh, podcast. Who's this? It's uh, Tam Cowan here from uh, Radio Scotland's Off The Ball. Uh, listen, I'm going to cover the game at Ibrox. I'll save you the trouble. Penalty to Rangers. Fuck off. Cheers, Tam. And I'll see you up at Fir Park. And here's a clip that you liked most from last week. Dad, do you fancy going to the pictures? No. Oh, come on, what's the last thing you saw at the cinema? The fucking prices. Fuck off. So that's everything from this week. Thank you to all our callers. And then make sure you tune in next week for another great episode. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe and tell your friends. And if you didn't... Well, fuck off. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.